and welcome to Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week gives you a chance to hear about things happening in our area and a chance to hear from some of the people making news or covering it. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week is a public affairs presentation of Hall Communications. This program was pre-recorded and may not reflect the most current information available. Joining us now on the program, he is the head of the Polk County Veterans Council. Colonel Gary Clark is here. Good morning, Colonel Clark. Good morning, guys. How good are to you? be here. Good morning. Great day. Great How are you day. feeling? You looking good? I'm, I think so. Mm-hmm. Looking great. Uh, what always, are you talking about? Yeah, he always, looks really always, dapper. Always welcome uh, second opinions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's all dressed up. Looks so, nice. yeah, it's... Um, well, it's uh, on Wednesday is Pearl Harbor Day, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's uh, it's a time to kind of remember uh, that that event. And um, a lot of the folks that were around then are not around any longer, right? And uh, that's one of the one of the sad things. Uh, the the city's going to issue a proclamation this morning, nice uh, recognizing Pearl Harbor Day, and uh, and uh, hope hope I'm planning to. Uh, uh, escort a, a World War II veteran who is uh, wow. a mere 103 years old wow. to be there, who uh, wow. served in nine campaigns in the Pacific during uh, during World War II. So um, it's um, you know these these uh, these folks that are around are are true icons and right. uh, walking history, uh, giving uh, you know when you think about what they gave for. Uh, for the event, and then another thing, just kind of an aside here, is the Navy's commissioning a new ship for the Sullivan brothers, the five Sullivan brothers that went down mm. uh, in the Pacific, uh, which led to a policy where, um, oh, yeah. y- you know, members mm-hmm. of the same family will not be assigned to the same ship. Yeah. And uh, so, just some of those uh, those events. We had a great uh, a great November. Yeah. Uh, we had very uh, busy with all the veteran it stuff. Was very busy with. Uh, with the breakfast and the dedication and the parade and and uh, for folks that haven't had a chance to go visit the uh, Veterans Park and and see the um, Spanish American War monument mm. there, it's uh, it's very impressive. It's a great addition to uh, to to the park and, uh, and and to the community in general. Uh, it's uh, it, it's something that uh, we're quite proud of and and uh, kind of completes the. The, the plan that we had that uh, uh, there is a monument that uh, that represents uh, Polk County contributions to every war since Polk County was established mm. in 1861. So uh, from the war, uh, Civil War up to, to and including the um, global war on terror. And so... Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's it's a place of real history and reflection, and it's beautiful. And, uh, it's a nice place to reflect. You're right. It is. It is. And and thanks to the city, um, hats off to Steve Williams and and his uh, his group that does a great job maintaining that park. That's uh, they, they take a lot of pride in its shows, and and for all veterans, we appreciate that, mm. as well as the law enforcement and uh, and the fire services that are also represented in that park. So all the first responders and. And veterans are, are there. So uh, that's uh, a good thing. Another thing that kind of passed under the radar a little bit last month was uh, the 40th anniversary of the dedication of the Vietnam Wall in mm. Washington. And uh, for those of us that uh, that served in Vietnam, 
um, it's a uh, it's it's a real milestone and also signify signifies how old we're getting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, you know, there's a lot of controversy at the time uh, that the ball wall was uh, was was created, planned, and in uh, all. In fact, there were significant numbers of men members of Congress that tried to stand in the way of not not having that done. And there's lots of reasons that that they they put forward. But uh, thanks to President Reagan uh, and and the push that was put on, uh, it it happened and it has become really a uh, a significant place of of remembering and reflecting. Just as as you mentioned, uh, Lynn, and um, so it's uh, it's it's quite a it's quite an achievement from that standpoint. And I just know that. When we go back to Washington on on our on our flight to honor, um, the majority now are Vietnam veterans that go because the others are no longer with us, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and it is an emotional trip, uh, more so than for other members that uh, of of other wars, but uh, be- just because of the names that are on there, the fifty eight thousand plus that are on there. And every one of us has friends that are on that wall, and so I have an uncle. Yeah, it's it's uh, it it's it, it is a, a very emotional, and uh, and it's something that uh, that will be there for a long time as long as there's Vietnam veterans around. I think. Yeah, you're and, right. Uh, and but, speaking uh, of lo- uh, losing someone, um, for many years, uh, David Waller was uh, in charge of the Toys for Tots program. Uh, here in Polk County, and he would come on the show every year to uh, talk about uh, the Toys for Tots donation drive. Uh, right. He recently lost his battle with, with cancer, and yeah. I was wondering why I hadn't heard from him. Yeah, well, David, um, I, you know, I had talked to David probably about three months ago or so now because as we were getting ready for the for our parade, I know Toys for Tots is always in the parade, and, sure. and and all that, and he said, "No, I can't do it anymore." And uh, but no indication of why, and and I didn't, I didn't pursue it. Um, but uh, the uh, fr- a friend of mine in the firm, uh, it was a, who knew him quite well, uh, told me what what had happened and what was going on with David. But yeah, he nobody did more for Toys for Tots than David Waller. Right. And he he was he he was a real community servant, and. Um, He'll be missed, uh, significantly missed. I think, I think his memorial service is uh, next week, I believe, or may, I think it's mm. maybe this week. I, I but, um, but anyway, yes, he's um, he, he he will definitely be missed. You know, well, not sure. you know, sure. not only in serving in that, but he was a law enforcement officer and a veteran. Right. So, you know, he he uh, he his his contribution to this community is are are monumental, and yeah. uh, he will be missed. And you know, I don't even hold it against him that he was Marine. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow. that's right. That's right. Yeah, we. You know, Colonel so, Clark. Let somebody, me tell you, at the somebody. Veterans Breakfast, <laughs> it, he had the Marine jokes mm-hmm. uh, throughout yeah. the morning. So. Well, wow. Somebody, somebody has to be a Marine, I suppose, <laughs> if you're not good enough to go to the Air Force. So, oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, but it, it's uh, yeah, no, he's a great guy and. You know, the other thing that's coming up uh, this month is uh, Reese Across America, uh, right. the, which will be on um, 
two weeks from Saturday, and uh, and that's always a, a big event up at Bushnell and and other cemeteries around the country mm-hmm. that uh, remember veterans by placing wreaths on the on the grave. So, um, you know, we'd encourage folks if they have a chance opportunity to uh, to participate, and there'd be some local uh, uh, events as well. I know there's some local JROTC cadets that put wreaths on graves locally as mm-hmm. well and uh, so if if uh, you get a chance to participate take an hour or so and just um, witness that remember what uh, what 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 uh, was was sacrificed in uh, in in all our our behalf and and that's an important day of remembrance and take your kids you know yep. that's i i still remember growing up in you know, eastern Kansas, that little town, my grandfather would always take me uh, to what was then Decoration Day, mm-hmm. uh, now it's uh, Memorial Day, to uh, to put uh, put flowers on graves of veterans. And he'd tell the story because he knew. I mean, he knew, he knew these, these young men who died in World War II. And um, so, you know, it's important that, that our young people – understand the sacrifice that were made and and why it's important that we we continue to maintain vigilance um, to protect our freedoms yeah my stepfather used to take us to bushnell every year for memorial day and we would uh, uh put flags on the on the grave on the yeah. grave sites and yeah. uh it, a, it really uh, helps me have an appreciation as a, as a youngster um yeah for what these people went through well it it's um it it kind of ingrains in you the idea of service mm-hmm. and uh, and 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 really a responsibility a uh, and what 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 really citizenship uh, that that dimension of citizenship that requires some uh, dedication and sacrifice and and uh, and contribution uh, you know grow, growing up you know and of course I'm older than dirt but. Growing up, uh, it was it, it was expected that yeah. you would serve in some fashion. Of course, there was a draft, but but there was an expectation that yeah. that that you would serve. And one of the problems we have now, as has been recently pointed out, is that the propensity of young people to to join the military is not what it used to be, and nope. and the services are are struggling to meet their quotas. And and unfortunately, what often happens in situations like this is you you lower standards, which is mm. the worst thing to do. Uh, it's the lower standards, and uh, uh, so Which I've heard they lowered the PT test standards. They, they did that, um, and and I also heard that, uh, and I don't know how really weird how this is being uh, being implemented yet. But they've lowered the the requirements on on the ASVAB as well. Mm. The the um, uh, uh, the, the uh, aptitude uh, standards and. And um, and that's sad. I mean, yeah. we've tried some of those things before. Yeah. Speaking of Vietnam, we had the Project Hundred Thousand, where they brought in a hundred thousand folks that um, couldn't meet the standards and things like that. And that turned out to be, in my humble opinion, a real disaster. Right. And uh, we don't need we don't need to be, um, you know, testing uh, some of these ideas anymore. Right. So. And the thing, I mean, there's one phrase that always stuck with me, and it's almost cliche now, but it, it's, it, it rings true. Freedom isn't free. Exactly. Somebody's going to pay for it. Somebody's going to pay for it, and, uh, and it, it's, it's, it's often the young. Right. And, um, 
So we need to keep that in mind. Colonel Gary Clark, Polk County Veterans Council. How do people get a hold of you if they need you? Go to the PolkCountyVeteransCouncil.com website, and the phone number is there, as well as an email. I prefer email because I'm not always near my phone. But gotcha. uh, email is there, and uh, uh, just uh, just tie on to that, and uh, we'll, we'll respond. All right. Colonel okay. Gary Clark, thank you, Colonel Clark. Appreciate it. Always great thank to you see you. You guys have a great Christmas. Thank you as well. Merry and Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas and uh, make it a happy new year. And I'll see you in the new year. This program was pre-recorded and may not reflect the most current information available. Lennon, Nick, and Lorianne here with Barry Friedman from LakelandNow.com. Uh, Barry, I'm sure you know this one. The Great Southeastern Music Hall in Atlanta. Oh, yeah? Jim Croce. Mm. Or as uh, I used to call him, Jim Crochet. <laughs> like it. Yeah, we were singing this song one time when we were kids, and my stepdad heard us. And, you know, he says, baddest man in the whole... Darn town. Darn town. <laughs> yes. Darn town. Well, and that's what we were saying, but that's baddest not... man in the whole damn that's not what Jim says in the song, but we were saying darn, darn. and my stepdad, what did you just say? Darn. Darn. Said darn, like we're darning socks, Dad. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, you know how a couple of weeks ago you played the Atlanta Rhythm section? Yes. I don't think they ever had a Polk County song, but they did have a Tampa song. Did they? They did. It was called Another Cuban Crisis, and I don't remember all the words, but part of it huh. was I drank all the wine in Tampa last night and half of the beer Something about a dark-eyed Cuban beauty. What is she doing here? It's another mm. Cuban crisis. Margarita, you're a hell of a sight. Nice. <laughs> it's called Another Cuban Crisis? It might be. I think, I'm pretty sure that's the name. Another Cuban Crisis uh, by the Atlanta Rhythm Section. <clears throat> they, they probably they had this thing about place names. They also did a song about Doraville, which is a suburb of Atlanta. Mm. Such a country in the city. Yeah. So while you're looking for that, it seems yeah, like... Yeah, tell us about what's going on in Lakeland. seems like the biggest thing in Lakeland last week was the annual Christmas parade. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people were there, but I've saw estimates estimates everywhere from over 40,000 to 50,000. Yeah. What went with the 50,000? Yeah. I mean, it was a pretty, pretty uh, nice attendance. Uh, it was. Compared to last year, I think there was uh, many okay. more people. Well, actually, last year they said 50,000, too. I'm going really? by WFLA, and I'm sticking with it. Mm. Yeah, that's it. That's the one, huh? Yeah. Good. Have some fun. Good. Have some fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I drank all the wine in Tampa last night. Oh, wow. And most of the beer. <laughs> and most of the beer. And I woke up with a <laughs> That's interesting. I don't think I've ever heard that. Yeah, it was. It was. That's great. Not a big hit. No. But I think I heard it on the. Maybe it's because I was listening to WMNF in Tampa, and they probably like playing it. Oh yeah. M&F. That was probably it. M&F. Anyway, uh, you know, big big parade. We had our our normal coverage. We had a photo gallery by Michael Wilson. We had a video of highlights by Kimberly Moore. We had a list of the winners. 
And the coolest thing was the the winning float this year was the um, I'm not going to get the name wrong, but it's local association of people who are involved in wedding planning, wedding pro- planning professionals. No, it was no. the, they the staged, couple that got married on the float. Exactly, they staged a wedding yeah, during the parade. Holy moly! I know they, they the gentleman not, who was married. They did not follow my advice. What's the uh, <laughs> They didn't go to Aldi's. Run what? away! Huh? Oh, run away! Run away! What, what didn't they do? They didn't follow my advice. Why? What well, did you advise? Uh, run away. I'm always, oh, okay. I'm always um, telling Amber. Telling Amber. Who <laughs> oh. is, uh, uh, Nick's fiance. Oh, run, away. Uh, run away! Run away! Yes. Oh, Lynn, you're the best. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, it's, that's not just for Amber. That is for anyone who is uh, contemplating uh, entering into that. Deaths and I mean lifelong bond. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but, anyway, yeah, I know Eric Daniel. He's the guy who got married on the float. Yeah, nice he guy, mm-hmm. good yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. He seems like they—they they both seem like they look like a wonderful oh, couple. Oh, good for you. He used to be—I <laughs> believe he used to be a police officer. Mm-hmm. So he did. Mm-hmm. Sure mm-hmm. yeah, at what sheriff's deputy? Sure. At what point mm-hmm. did they get married in the parade? On the float. I know they were planning to try to time it to do it in front of the joinery where the, the judge's judge station was. Oh. But I don't know for sure that that happened because I wasn't there. I like to I like to watch I like to watch the parade from the comfort of my own home, and I actually didn't watch it this year because we had some friends over for dinner. Gotcha. So 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 much for the parade. (laughs) So you know, but I got people. I got Michael to shoot it. Got got Kimberly to to, (laughs) got Kimberly to take video. It's nice to have people. Yeah, it's kind of nice. It frees you up to do other things. So you could watch it. um, I guess what Lakeland Gov. Yeah, TV they can go TV, it. and yes. also on their the city's uh, cable gotcha. channels. I don't have cable, but if I right. did, I could watch it there. <laughs> you could stream it on Lakeland.gov. Uh, and I have done that. I have watched it on Lakeland.gov. Yeah, there was a lot of cameras out there. There were there were TV stations out yeah. there, and I it mean, I saw people. I saw uh, Bay News Nine, I saw News Channel Eight, I saw Telemundo. They oh, all, okay. all had like a reporter and a photographer Telemundo. out there. The, yeah, I saw a lot of pre-coverage. Only. Coverage of the parade itself, I saw was Fox 13, but there mm. might have been some. Yeah, others. they they I, were out I, there too. Yeah, I, I didn't see them. I don't really look at Telemundo, so maybe mm. I should start you looking should at there, see if Telemundo. they have a Tampa station, and then I can improve my Spanish. There, there you go. go. <laughs> no, anyway. no hablo español. Yeah, well, I'm trying. I'm learning. <laughs> Doing the Duolingo thing. Yeah. I'm on day 270, I think. Oh wow! Yeah, that is good. a cool app. I've, to, I've tried that to. also. Yeah. I did a uh, started with Irish. I thought like Gaelic. Oh, because uh, you use that a lot. That was cool. I don't know. It was kind of fun. Our, our the executive director of Lakeland now uh, is learning Gaelic, Irish. Actually, she kind of says it's I, Irish and not Gaelic. Gaelic is different. It's more, I guess. So more to be together. fair, she's who showed me it uh, and then got okay. me to do that. <laughs> so I was like, I'll try it out. That's cool. Trinity is learning it, and it's a very hard language because uh, none of the words are it anything like what we're used to. At least, at least with Spanish, there's a lot of words that are similar. And just from living in Florida, it gets well, you, you, you can you practice with people. Yeah, well, you hear it a lot, and you kind of just know a lot of. There's it. not going to be a whole lot of people speaking Gaelic out there that no. you can practice with. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's, you know, it's hey, just, just kind of fun and I, I don't know do that. that I've ever heard it, but I, I like have heard them. Welsh, and if it's anything like that, it's really difficult. Yeah, they, yeah. they, they, they Welsh. They, it seems like they miss a lot of vowels. There's, mm-hmm. uh, they have like 
consonants strung together, and how are you supposed to pronounce that? Yeah, you look it up online and go pronounce it. Some of it doesn't look like it's pronounced the way it looks like. Like that one actress, uh, Sorsha, is not. Oh right, right. That's not how it. The spelling doesn't look. Cersei, isn't it? No, it's Sorsha. I I thought she pronounced it Cersei. I'm not sure. Cersei's a different name. That's a different name. (laughs) (laughs) That's spelled more like what it looks like. Yeah, there are several of those Irish names that are spelled one way and, and pronounced a different way. Yeah. Anyway. So the other news I, I have, I mean, there may be a couple more, but the one that we just published is a little bit more intense, and uh, that involves something that happened Saturday night at Artifact in, oh, uh, in yeah. Lakeland on the, in oh. the Midtown area. So there were a dozen neo-Nazis who what? were outside. Yeah, they yeah. were wearing I was actually... um, masks and carrying flags with swastikas and signs. It was an event uh, that was an art celebration and drag show. And they were protesting it, and they had science that oh, I saw that. Yeah, said something yeah. about pedophilia yeah. and AIDS, right. grooming, and grooming. And grooming. Yeah. yeah, they were they were actually. Uh, I saw that yeah. projecting phrases on the wall of the place. Right, people inside apparently were pretty scared, but they mm. did say that the police were very uh, helpful in terms right. of making sure that uh, they were secure and that. Uh, and the protesters didn't. I mean, other than. I, I'm not no, going to get editorial, yeah. uh, but uh, they didn't break any laws apparently, and yeah. so no one got got arrested. But I did. I was happy to to hear that none of them were from Lakeland. That's right. They, they came from, from somewhere else to protest Why? this event. And what? apparently, they, uh, this one in our story, I think it was in the Ledger story, that they had signs that indicated they were planning to go to a different uh, drag show later that night in a different part of the state. So, okay. Uh, and it seems like a lot of work. Man. I was actually at work that night. So Oh, so next door. I was right next door. So I was only hearing what was going on. I didn't realize it was connected to what was going on next door in the right, next building. It was that it just seemed like they were just on the sidewalk. That's what it sounded like. But a bunch of people in our our area was like Yeah, they never tried to go inside them. or anything. Yeah. But they could see them from where they were also. They so were. they were being mm. very evident mm. to what they were doing. Now one one question that that has been raised is whether or not they were violating the the law against wearing masks if you're on public right-of-ways and you're over 16. There is a, a Florida yeah, but, statute. Yeah, but with COVID where we all had to wear masks. That's true. Didn't that? Didn't they do something about that? I there thought? was something. I can't remember. Maybe yeah. that was— Because we that had that to might, wear masks, so like— That might be why they didn't uh, They chose not to enforce that. it. I don't mm-hmm. know. That's something I was thinking we should follow up on. There's a rule. Well, the, the article masks. that I read, uh, uh, Lakeland Police said that they had— you know, they informed them of the, the state statutes and uh, about protesting and that they didn't right. violate any of those rules. So right. yeah, yeah. they were uh, true. They did stay. They let them stay in until they left. Uh, you know, they, they didn't arrest anyone. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really um, it's good in that way because you should be allowed to protest. Um, I mean, you probably shouldn't be allowed to be an idiot, but. No. Um, first amendment. Uh, Are you allowed to be an idiot? But uh, you, you know, you have you <laughs> yeah. still. You're not allowed. Even idiots have first amendment rights. So, yeah. You know, th- there apparently was a lot of misinformation on social media. Go figure. That never happens. Yeah. Uh, and, and one thing I was glad to see is that some of the people who were at the event, some of the organizers, did their best to dispel the uh, the misinformation on social media. I mean, people were saying they were being held hostage against their will. People were saying okay. that. Police did nothing, and the people who were in charge of it said, you know, no, we weren't being held hostage. 
Uh, we did lock the doors for our own safety. They uh, said the police, the police were very cooperative, yeah. and they felt very protected by the police. So They came right away when they called them, and they stayed until the protesters left. So, so. it's interesting the way things get sort of misinterpreted and mis- misinformation. Because social spread. media is the devil. <laughs> well, and that's why you're not on it, right? No. Nope. I feel like that was Saturday night. I feel night. like Saturday artifact night. maybe art- could get some blackout curtains, and if that happens again, just close. The where curtains. is artifact? At? So where this is on Massachusetts. Is, yeah, but where? So you're at. So do you know where House uh, House Eight Twelve Twenty is? It's the backside of House Eight Twenty on oh, Massachusetts okay. Avenue. Okay. So it's a it's by day it's sort of an art gallery and art studios. There's about mm-hmm. twenty five oh, art okay. studios All right. there. Cool. And they do have events there. We had a Lake Lanao event there. About so was three the years protest ago. on the Massachusetts side or the other side? No, it was on the other side. Oh, okay. On uh, oh, what wow. would that be? Is that um, not Tennessee? Cause, Kentucky? Because I, I drove Kentucky. past that. That's why I was trying to figure out because I didn't see anything. So, so I didn't know. I didn't go outside to see what was going on. But I was told that there was. It seemed like they were on Massachusetts. So my understanding was that they were on Massachusetts. But from what you guys are saying, they were on the other side of the block. So maybe, maybe it was a different time. Photos, they moved, maybe. Photos I, sh- uh, I saw showed them on the, the, the Kentucky Avenue side, which would be right I bet across you what from happened. House. I bet you what happens when I found out about it, they were – I was told that they left. So they probably went around the building probably. to the other side of the building. Yeah. That's probably what they did. Yeah. Because it's open. Because that's the side, side mm-hmm. where it was actually happening. Uh, yeah. Artifact opens onto Kentucky. Yeah. Well, and, you know, free speech works because we let uh, anyone uh, speak their mind, uh, even if it is an unpopular opinion. Uh, so I and mean, and, and as a journalist, and, and you understand that, Barry. Yeah, as yeah, a journalist, yeah. uh, you have to let that happen. Uh, right. You know, yeah. despite uh, the unpopularity it of it, yeah. it comes with uh, being an American and uh, having a First Amendment right to free speech. So. Right. Mm-hmm. At the same time, people need to know who's doing this free speech in right. our community and what kind of stuff they're spreading. Exactly, and uh, yeah. you know that's what we're, that's what our job is. So yeah, yeah we right. just did it. Fine. We just did our job. Look yeah. So the other thing I'm going to be uh, writing today, and I've, I've got to admit I'm a little bit late on this, uh, City Commission had a workshop on mm-hmm. Friday about the beloved project, the lane reduction, formerly known as the road diet. Yes. Yeah. And basically they endorsed the uh, the option that was recommended by the Florida Department of Transportation, which is – they called it option one. It was two 10-and-a-half-foot travel lanes with a center 11-foot foot lanes so or three lanes and on either side there will be 12 feet of sidewalks right. it'll be sort of shared use for pedestrians and bicyclists and mm. i watched part of the um, meeting i had a family event so i didn't watch the whole thing but i'm gonna finish watching it this morning and write about it so people will know a little bit more about what was said and why they're doing that everybody right. should be on a diet <laughs> barry, <laughs> barry friedman lakelandnow.com is the website and that he has uh Put online for you to uh, share with you uh, Lakeland news and information. And uh, it is Newsmatch time if you want to help out, lakelandnow.com. Uh, you know, there's a donate button on the website. Oh, yeah. uh, and, and your match will be doubled yes. during Newsmatch. Nice. That's right. Thank, Thank you, Barry. You. Thank you. This program was pre recorded and may not reflect the most current information available. Thank you for tuning in. Lana, Nick, and Lorianne here with Dr. Bruce Anderson from Florida Southern College. Uh, Dr. Bruce uh, has uh, just uh, discovered some breaking news. Uh, speaking yes. of Russia. Coming out of, uh, coming out of Politico, um, they say the White House is secure the release of American basketball star Brittany Griner.
Oh. Um, the release was in exchange for Russian's armed trafficker Victor Bout, nicknamed the Merchant of Death, <laughs> according to a source familiar with the deal. Um, this guy has been in the United States as kind of a trading chip for quite a long time, mm-hmm. and you know would have done a life sentence here. But you know he's he's not he's not currently any danger to us or anything like that. So the the trade is a good one, a really good one, and it's wonderful that she's coming home. Um, so she was there way too that's long. That's what's happening. So now I'm getting the uh, breaking news alerts on my phone. Now you get see your yeah. phone is just two seconds slower than mine. Yeah, uh, but uh, I, I may have had it before, but I just looked at it. So. Well, Griner was sitting in a in a Russian penal colony about 300 miles from Moscow, and those yeah. places are horrible. Yeah, that's There's all I've heard. So terrible since they moved her there. That's yes. all I've heard is how terrible those places well, are. Well, hopefully, it should, when they bring her home, I bet you anything she spends time, you know, in the hospital just recovering from this process. How long has she been there? It's, it's been, been, there been several time. months. Yeah, um, it's way too long. Since at least summer. I'm at thinking. least I think I'm thinking half a year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's way been, too a, long. been a good long time. So, way, way well, thank heaven. You know, it's good to have an American out of custody of the Russians. That's for sure. No matter what she did or why she was there, just don't travel. She needs overseas. to be here. Yeah. Well, don't, don't do dumb things. I yeah. mean, right. okay. You know, we've all been yeah. exposed to that lesson more than once. Yeah. Right. But, but the fact is that you know, it's it's a good deal. That's a really good deal. Mm. Uh, if we only had to trade one, you know. Nasty old it was like a one for one swap, mm-hmm. prisoner swap. Yep. So exactly. apparently, she is already freed and on her way back. Yes. Well, I, it, it uh, doesn't say. Well, it said it, my, my alert. Moved, but my alert said that uh, Brittany Griner freed in exchange for um, Victor Bout. Yeah, Russian. And that wraps up this week's edition of the program. Thank you for tuning in, and join us again next Sunday for Polk County this week. Polk County This Week is a public affairs presentation of Hall Communications.